0: Welcome to The Rock Church, a vibrant, enthusiastic, edgy church meeting in West Bridgeford, Nottingham. You can find out more about us by visiting the-rock.org.uk. We hope you were blessed by this message. Land there most strongly, it really lands most strongly in being separated, being distinct, being called out for God. And so, how? How do we do that? As I say, we listen to these sorts of messages and hope we get a good idea. We read our Bibles, we pray. Would anyone like to sort of throw out answers on a postcard? Um, But um, anyone sort of got any ideas of where you might find, I don't know, perhaps a list of some of the sort of things you could do that would make you holy? Boom. Straight off the bat. Round of applause for Tom. Ten Commandments. I wasn't too sure how much sort of like um, help you were going to need on that, but excellent. Ten Commandments. It's a pretty good way to start, isn't it? So uh, shall we have a little um, whiz through them? In fact, actually, before we do, don't put them up, take them off. Um, who can tell me some? Oh, they're just going to be on too long now, aren't they? Are they gone? Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Don't get, yeah, don't take all the glory, Dan. Come on. Give somebody else a chance. Anybody else? Do not kill. What was it? in else you said? Do not do not covet, yet. don't, yet covet thy neighbor's donkey, yeah, um, it's, a, it's a little Bible joke in there, isn't there, um, honor your mother and father, great, I like that one, Saw the lights out, the extra commandment, <coughs> found in the book of Valley Kent, um, what was another one, what, no other gods, thank you, brilliant one, yeah, anything else, do not commit adultery, do not murder. Do not steal. Doing good. We're doing good. There's a couple more. Don't take the Lord's name in vain. It's a good one. Yeah. Don't blaspheme. Keep the Sabbath holy. Yep. Yeah. I think if we got we've got one more that we haven't said actually. Uh, yeah. So don't take the Lord's name in vain is, is what people sort of change that to a little bit. But yeah, it is don't. No idols. Boom. That's the last one. Very good. Excellent. Now, one of the ones that we got to nearly last, which actually I wasn't too sure if we would, but it sort of does help my point a little bit, is this particular commandment. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Remember the Sabbath. The word Sabbath, uh, the sort of etymology of the word, if you like, where it comes from, is it comes from this word Shabbat and actually there's a shortening of it which is sort of its root which actually sounds like Shabbat as well although it's spelled slightly differently Um, and it literally means stop just like that cease, desist it doesn't mean pause it means stop and then when it's extended to um, and so Shabbat if you like is a verb it's a doing word or in this case a non-doing doing word <laughs> uh, anyway uh, as I say I'm too tired to talk I'll, I'll get myself completely confused if I'm not careful but anyway yeah it's a non-doing doing word because it's a verb but it's a uh, it is a doing word stop and um, it actually then gets extended into this word Sabbath or Shabbat which we've then sort of in our sort of anglicized version we, we hear the word Sabbath and that essentially is then a noun it's the name for something and so it's a name for a day a day of stop yeah make clear great <clears throat> now um just a little bit of like um, what um, pastor Kate's just mentioned about now uh, i thought it was probably worth mentioning the uh, is this something for now You mentioned it about tithing is this old testament law if you like um i know uh, i read something somebody said that the sabbath was given to israel not the church the sabbath is a still a Saturday the Sabbath is part of Old Testament law and Christians are free from bondage under Galatians 4, blah, blah, blah. Absolute cobblers, that. Um, so, <clears throat> yes, it, it includes truth. We are no longer under the bondage of law, if you like. But does anyone else think that we should go out murdering? No. Stealing? Lying? No. Exactly. Um, so, um, the, the fact that Jesus is has fulfilled the law doesn't eradicate the law in fact we very specifically says fulfilled he's fulfilled the purpose of the law the purpose of the law was to bring about holiness and a way for people to get to have a relationship reconnected with God and Jesus fulfilled that through his own death and resurrection but it didn't mean he eradicated it that's often taken completely out of context when he says he fulfilled the law it wasn't a and that's now done stick it in the bin it was that this has now been fulfilled in what I've done so this isn't a Uh, an adherence to this is no longer the root the root is now through jesus so um, when we think about um the sabbath it's really i would suggest imperative that we include it as part of our thinking as christians i think that the most um the most um, significant reason for that is actually found in the uh, the in its origin genesis 2 Uh, verses two to three. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he'd been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. This isn't a principle that came about in the law. This is in fact, one of the first, if not the first principle there is in the entirety of the universe it's the oldest principle we have that we have any form of um, uh, onus put on us to recognize to do anything about so the sabbath is not ceremonial law or anything like that it's re-emphasized in the law and I'll talk about it in a minute it's re-emphasized by Jesus but it actually predates the law and and this is another reason that it's absolutely essential is it is also an everlasting principle because the end of the story is us entering into his rest talks about in hebrews 4 that we will enter into his rest in fact it's talked about in the old testament as well as a way of describing people who won't enter into his rest and people who do enter his rest and that word is Shabbat. so it's an everlasting principle i love the fact that the first time that sabbath is mentioned that we have this idea of stopping is that it was purely God's idea for God. It says God rested, he stopped, he ceased. Now let's just think for a minute. He wasn't tired, yeah? God wasn't sort of like, cool, crumbs, you know, that's really taking it out of me. I better sit down for a moment. He's God, right? He didn't need a break. He wasn't sort of getting fed up Fed up with the sort of normal humdrum of his, you know, regular working week. Oh, here we go. I've created another universe. yawn. I better just, you know, take the day off, do something, head out to the Maldives for a, or wherever his equivalent would be for a day. Um, It was like, you know, it was his choice without a requirement out of his necessity from his own sort of lack. It was his choice to rest because he wanted to. Purely because he wanted to. And this is something I find just, like, amazing. In Exodus 31, it talks about the fact that God rested, and it says, he was refreshed. Now, that starts to melt my brain a little bit, and as I said, I've not had enough sleep, and I'm tired, so I'm not going to talk about it too much, because, yeah, that could get interesting. But still, it's true. It's true that God was, in some way, refreshed by his rest. That God took pleasure out of his resting, out of his stopping. So I would suggest that if it's good enough for God, <laughs> it's good enough for us. Quick show of hands, who here has murdered somebody? Right, brilliant, yeah, excellent. Um, quick show of hands, um, I'll tell you what, actually, who, is, um, who would say it's a good idea to lie? Who tries to lie? No? Who tries to, whenever they can, to take the Lord's name in vain? You know, you make a special effort to do it. No? Okay. Um, what about um, who tries really hard to dishonor their parents? You know, no matter what, no matter how good they are, you know, I'm going to really, really do my best to dishonor them. No. Okay. Who tries really hard... To keep the Sabbath holy. We've got a couple of we've got we've got a bit of this, I mean, kind, of, kind of, maybe. It's interesting, though, isn't it? It's a tenth. It's one of the Ten Commandments. It's one of the Ten Commandments, and we wouldn't do the other stuff. In fact, actually, it's interesting. Did you know? In the in the Ten Commandments, there's only this uh, eight sort of "thou shalt nots" or refrain froms don't do this and there's only two positives one is um, to honor your mother and father and the other is to keep the Sabbath holy so this is a positive instruction do this as I say do this don't do this it's kind of as I say it's because the fact it's actually stopping it's a do this nothing but there we are it's still a something um, so there is an instruction there but it's interesting that we in the modern in modern Christianity you know across the board really it's something that we just don't do not really not really and it's kind of funny do you not think when you think about it you sort of read it and you go a bit odd a bit a bit weird Jesus never broke the Sabbath he was sinless he never broke any of the commandments um he didn't ensure they were framed correctly um in fact one of the in one of the things that comes up is the the discussion of the Sabbath and what it all means and he ensures, in fact, it's where he starts to talk about the fact that my burden isn't heavy. He said, you know, you want to heap all these things on people because the, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, they were giving people lots of instructions. In fact, they had 39 categories around the Sabbath, and each one of those categories had a load of things you couldn't do. The Sabbath and keeping it had become incredibly arduous and difficult. It wasn't ceasing from doing something. It was a whole load. In fact, you, would, you know, you want a day off from Sabbath. <laughs> that was the reality. You know, Sabbath was hard work. <laughs> you know, never has resting been so blinking tiring. Um, that was the the Pharisaical Sabbath. And so Jesus sort of refrains it and says, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Now, he doesn't say there isn't a yoke. There is one, but it's a light one. Who knows that we all need framework, we all need rules to flourish. Watch anything, anything, you know, even whatever it might be. Games, relationships, marriage, they all have framework so they can flourish, right? And so a, a, an easy yoke is what that's describing. But Jesus actually reframes the Sabbath around himself. Rather than getting rid of it, he actually says in Matthew 12, 8, For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. If anything, he underlines, hey, for anyone who's going to call me Lord later on, i.e. the church, I'm Lord of the Sabbath now. <laughs> i.e. this is for you, I would say. In Mark 2, 27, it says, then he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. This was after the disciples had been picking grain and they'd been rubbing it in their hands and eating it because they were hungry on their little travel and while they were walking. And so Jesus was just, underlining the fact that you know that the sabbath was there the sabbath was real you know it was important but it was for us it wasn't to be crushed by rules and regulations it was to bring freedom but it still existed and it was for us it was for our betterment it was for people as i say it goes on to talk about the fact that his yoke is easy He's his burning is light so it's a principle that predates the law it's one of the ten commandments it's going to last and it's the, the way that we view eternity is being in Sabbath, is being in rest being in this place of peace Jesus never said to skip it so I'd just like to put to you and I've spent a long time building this just so you're so everyone's clear because I think it's important to know that the Sabbath is not optional the Sabbath is not optional, there is no biblical way i can see that the sabbath is a an optional an optional thing so given that that's the case (laughs) what do we do with it what is the sabbath as i said before the sabbath is not slow down it's not take it easy it is stop it really is stop now even just when i was lighting that candle at the start i deliberately stopped and sort of took my time. And if I do that, even if I stop now and just even just didn't say anything for a few seconds, we desperately want to fill the void, don't we? Well like, I please, Jesus, just let him say something, anything. It's kind of killing me there's something in our nature that doesn't like stop there's something in us that wants to fill quiet and we get uneasy about the idea of stopping so what does the bible say about sabbath deuteronomy 5 12 to 15 observe the sabbath day by keeping it holy as the lord your god has commanded you this is like an unpacking of the ten commandments that happens in deuteronomy six days you shall labor and do all of your work there you go six not five we get five forget they, they add six but the seventh day is a day is a sabbath to the lord your god on it you shall not do any work neither you nor your son or daughter nor your male or female servants nor your ox or your donkey which i don't know how many of you have but they're not allowed to work either um or any of your animals nor any foreigner residing in your towns so that your male and female servants may rest as you do remember that you were slaves in Egypt and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm therefore the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the sabbath okay now we could do weeks on this and you know i'm running out of time already so i'm not going to do this justice but i thought it would be worth still unpacking as much as we can the sabbath is holy the sabbath is holy that's probably the first thing to say holy to the lord it's about god first it's first and foremost about him it's a ceasing from work we've said already so stop but that means all kinds of work that means you know answering emails doing whatever you know or i'll just check for me that's like a nightmare i own my own business so i'll just have a quick little, you know um the sabbath is for all it's for us and this is where I, I must be honest i'm really like still struggling to think what i think about it but like It was for the foreigners who lived amongst them. They said, you know, for people who weren't even Jews. So am I causing other people to not Sabbath by what I do? It's an interesting one. The Sabbath, and this is something that I think is absolutely essential for us to get. It talks about us remembering that this section talking about Sabbath deliberately gives about 50% of its reasoning to the fact that they are now free. We Sabbath because we're free. You were slaves, but now you're free. So Sabbath. The world, they were slaves in Egypt, they had to work as slaves, no day off. And the world will want you to do the same, constantly. That's why I know we don't think of ourselves as being in Egypt, and we're not. But the world wants to enslave you to a lifestyle of seven days a week doing something different. Right? That's why we're not Sabbathing, because we're doing something else. (laughs) But because we're free, insert in Christ, now for us, because we're now in Christ, we're now free. We're now free to Sabbath because the world has lost its hold on me. I'm a new creation in Christ, and that new creation is no longer bonded to the world. That new creation can stop and give a full day to give witness to my God. To my Lord of the Sabbath, Jesus. And amazingly, it's for me as well, as Jesus said is made for man not man for the sabbath so it's this reflective round thing a bit like kate was saying about tithing we do but actually it's this like thing this dance that god creates all the way all the way through uh, the scriptures and our relationship this dance where we do but he always outdoes we are free we are free from the yoke of this world we have a light yoke Given by our loving Father through Jesus Christ, which allows us to say, Stop, world. This day is for me to be with the Lord. So, what does it look like practically? Well, some of the things that you don't do in the Bible is you don't do any kind of labor, I've talked about already. There was no baking or cooking, that'll kill somebody. Oh, my goodness. Some people are like, yes. (laughs) This is what I mean about the difficulty of, like, can you get other people to, I'm like, can I get a takeaway? (laughs) Um, Anyway, um, (laughs) you weren't allowed to gather manna. Now, we don't do that much these days. But, um, you know, at one point, they were gathering manna. And even the gathering of manna, this is is funny, but it's interesting. Because all they had to do is sort of step outside the tents and, like, you know, dinner was served. Hello. Um, But they weren't even allowed to go and pick that up. Like, they were given a double portion on the Friday. You know, so interested was God in people really stopping. So I would suggest that that would even look like maybe grocery shopping, things like that. These are those things to think about. Building fires. You know, we don't build many fires now, probably, but I do actually, as it happens. So I was thinking about that. I was like, oh man, that's one of the things I love to do when I'm chilling out is have a fire in the in the garden. So I'm going to have to like keep a fire going from Friday. Anyway, um, (laughs) it's going to be massive. It's going to be like fire engines everywhere. Anyway. Trade In Nehemiah, it says, don't trade. Oh man, I'm really running out of time. It says, don't trade. You know, they said they didn't trade with um, other nations on Sabbath. So that might be shopping and things like that, perhaps. Don't pursue your own interests. It talks about in Isaiah. This is a day that's really first and foremost. It's about God. And don't talk idly. Note to self, get on with it, Joss. Um, So (coughs) those are some of the don'ts. Here's some of the do's. Eat, sleep, repeat. No, eat, sleep, pray, worship, love. Love God. Love others. You know, Jesus condensed the commands into those two nice things for us. Be healed by stopping, by resting. It's amazing what it will do for you. And the other thing is, heal others. Jesus healed repeatedly on the Sabbath. It was one of the things they pulled him up for, because in their sort of way of looking at the Sabbath, it was it was it was a no no. But for Jesus, it was the most obvious expression of God's love, and, f- and 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 seeing people's lives set free, and to be able to rest fully is to be healed. And Mark three uh, one to six, Jesus healed a man with a withered hand, an unclean spirit. Mark 1, one two one, and. Uh, man born blind in John <clears throat> all on the Sabbath so it's right to do good Sabbath is to be good for ourselves and good for others God wants basically us to have a rhythm of rest one of the things I love um, about about the Sabbath and this is probably what I think I'm going to sort of land on as being maybe one of the more important things to think about it talks about in Exodus 31, verses 13 to 14. Say to the Israelites, <laughs> um, you must observe my. I've always got these little jokes going in my head. You should be in, you, I was going to say you should be in my head. Nobody wants to be in my head. It's mad in there. But um, anyway, that's why I often laugh to myself because I'm thinking of something else. Um, say to the Israelites, you must observe my Sabbath. This will be a sign between me and you for the generations to come. So you may know that I am the Lord who makes you holy observe the sabbath because it is holy to you anyone who desecrates it is to be put to death those who do any work on that day must be cut off god took it serious right but this is the thing i want you to take away sabbath is a sign to the whole world that we're different i started off deliberately about us being holy we're holy we're set apart now, God, from the very beginning, set apart Israel, and He was they were blessed to be a blessing. They were holy, then they were to stand out. Why? So that other people could be pointed to God. That was the whole point. And it's the same for us. That's why we live in a certain way, and we do certain things, It's to bring on to God. But it's also, it's a sign, a Sabbath. It's a strong sign. I'm teetotal. A lot of people probably don't know that. But I've been teetotal my whole life. And literally, the reason for that was, as a young person, when I got saved, I'm a bit of a sort of go, you know, all or nothing type of person, so, you know, a bit mental. And uh, when I got saved, I was like, right, that's it, I'm never going to touch alcohol. And um, and haven't, as it happens. Um, and, you know, I don't feel like I've missed out or anything. But for me, it was just an easy thing, like, when, especially when I was young, not really smart as much now, but when I was young, it was an easy thing for people to go, oh, that's a bit weird, why? It was just a way of just being different. That was all. No, I'm not making of it, but, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But it was just easy for me to do. Um, sabbath is a major thing a seventh of your week every week a full day but people go why aren't you doing that well because it's a sabbath isn't it today's about god can you imagine that is such a cultural like like it's a mega shock isn't it and it's a sign it's a sign signs point people and direct people that's their purpose that's why signs and wonders accompany the word when it's preached Not for, like, you know, giggles and everyone to get tingles and everyone to go, ooh, it's it's to point to God. Signs point to him. That's the whole purpose of them. I'm not saying I do all this. I don't. There's a lot of times when I haven't. Going back a few years, I literally was the exact opposite to this. I was working like an absolute lunatic. I was leading a church and, in fact, a whole bunch of different types of churches and doing a whole whole bunch of ministries and etc 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 i was in a culture where actually even within this church culture where being busy and having things you were doing like flat out seven days a week was actually celebrated really and i really was driven by a, a a need for affirmation and so i couldn't sabbath how could i i needed to be affirmed by other people i couldn't sabbath quite literally because i'd taken on so much that i couldn't stop i couldn't fit it into six days seven days you know i needed like 12 days a week just to try and fit it in anyway. But also, I couldn't Sabbath because I probably didn't trust God that when I rested, things would be okay. When we sing about Jireh, God is enough. When we stop, we also have to believe that God is enough then. I was so hurried in everything I did. I was the opposite of Sabbath. Uh, John Mark Comer says, that hurry is violence to the soul. Sabbath is the opposite of that. I was self harming in so many ways and ended up completely crashing, mental breakdown, lost my marriage, the whole the whole shebang. And a lot of it came from this just being on, on, on all the time. And I didn't literally I didn't even and and this is being in ministry for a long time, I didn't really give Sabbath a second thought if I'm honest apart from outside of the church stuff like is actually stopping and making it a day where i'm just honoring god by my doing nothing apart from honoring him thinking about him worshiping spending time with others uh carrie newoff who's uh, sort of like a leadership guy says exhaustion functions like a gateway drug to a whole host of unintended consequences busy lives bad news uh, i recommend two books actually um healthy uh, emotional healthy leader which is Peter Scazzera. That was something I read, which was profoundly important. Um, there's a new one. Uh, oh, more. John Mark Comer's Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. That's a really good book. He basically nicked most of the stuff from Peter because he spent a lot of time with him, But it, he probably says it better. Um, anyway, those are two books I'd really recommend. So um, coming in, uh, some coming into land. How do we actually do it? What does it look like? What does it look like to Sabbath. the beginning of Sabbath they used to light a candle on Friday, that's why I lit a candle I'd suggest have a ritual, now there's a day, it doesn't have to be a Friday, the Sabbath is technically Friday evening to Saturday evening, I historically have Sabbath on a Sunday because I found that easier but find a ritual and make a start the light is a nice token because it reminds us of who the light of the world is God is the source etc it's something you can see it burns brightly Sabbath is all about God we'll have our lifetimes to Sabbath but for now he asks for a day which is all about him there'll come a time when we worship him day and night we prepare a meal in advance and we enjoy a meal Friday and Saturday but we prepare in advance take some of the labour out of it lots of big Mediterranean style salads or those things slow cookers one of those (laughs) we don't work sabbath is all about people as well it's about inviting people around these are things that are sort of encouraged in the bible to invite people you know we have this thing called the table in the church when we invite people actually that is every week it's called sabbath it's to be enjoyed the community of believers to enjoy people to be around the table and take time This Piers Cazero guy I just mentioned says, On Sabbaths, we're called to enjoy and delight in the creation and its gifts. We are to slow down and pay attention to our food, smelling and tasting its richness. We are to take time to see the beauty of a tree, a leaf, a flower, the sky that's been created with the great care by our God. He has given us the ability to see, hear, taste, smell, and touch that we may feast with all of our senses on this miraculous thing called life what Sabbath thing is to enjoy nature to go for a walk to go for a walk with family it's a time for family to play games I would say maybe switch off devices <laughs> people look at their devices something like 300 and something times a day nowadays or something. crazy we become a slave to those things to sleep to worship Sabbath is not just a day. It's a way of being in the world. It's how we start to become. When we take a day every week, it starts to bleed and leak out into everything we do. We start being people of Sabbath, people who operate from a place of rest, of reliance on God, of putting God first. We detoxify, we let the worries of the world drain away. We find the ability to delight in God. Psalm 62 says, my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from him. When we stop, we're able to find rest and center ourselves again in our creator. It's a powerful thing. I've done it before and then stopped. I don't really know why. And as I prepared this, I was really convicted. I thought, man, why did I stop doing that? It was so profound. And it really rescued my soul in a very dark time, if I'm honest. And so I'd encourage you, church, to remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy, to find ways, rhythms, patterns, where you can mark out this A day in the week, to say this day is about God this is about me putting him first and worshipping and having time for family and it's a day that's unique and distinct and brings glory to him and is a sign to the rest of the world